Welcome to Reexamined. I'm Toby. I'm Amanda. I'm Emily. And I'm Jesse. On this podcast, we take a look back at pop culture touchstones that influence society. This season, we re-examine the Twilight Saga. We are by no means professionals or even critics. We're just gals in our mid-twenties that love consuming and talking about media. This episode, we'll be taking a closer look at the love triangle. What about the Twilight love triangle set it apart from so many other franchises? So the dictionary.cambridge.org defines a love triangle as a situation in which two people both love a third person, which isn't exactly what? Twilight, no. is it? People That's love a third really... person? <laughs> I don't know. That is Twilight, you guys, but it's really, the form, tr- the term triangle is oh. a little outdated. I think we all know it's more of like an angle. You're right. You know, it's more of like an arrow. Well, wait, because it's two people love a third person. So that's Edward and Jacob love the third love person Bella. being Bella. Yeah, but I guess oh, okay. right. I, I get I, that. All I right. heard it as a different way too. It's like a less than sign. You know what I mean? It's like two, but not the third side. It's Urban dictionaries. Urban dictionary says when two people love a third person, and that third often loves them both, the object of their right. love may be conflicted as to whom he slash she wants, and generally nobody emerges from these very happy. That's love triangles. A good point. As it is widely agreed, really fucking suck. <laughs> <laughs> that's from Urban Dictionary. Yeah, but they don't suck in Twilight. They no, do okay, suck because I I was reading you guys, and this is a quote from uh, Gilda Carl, who's apparently a relationship expert, and she said, um, "We want to be fought over. It makes us feel more like a prize, and a suitor wants to fight over us." So he feels like he has won a prize, something not so easily gotten. In real life, love triangles are horrible, but by vicariously enjoying them in books and movies, we can deal with them them more appropriately. So I feel like that's totally true. Everyone thinks they want a love triangle, but nobody actually wants one in real life. That's actually really amazing that you said that, because going into this, I was thinking like, you know... What is it about? Why why do people fucking love this so much, right? Because it honestly is like yeah. when you translate it into like a real life ass, you know, let's take off the supernatural, right? Because just knowing a vampire mm-hmm. sounds terrifying to me. Like, right. But like, what is it? What was it about this that seems so enticing to people? Because this just seems like a total disaster, you know? Mm-hmm. But when you're reading it as Bella, like, you know, whatever, you're like, Hey, it would be kind of nice to have two guys pining over me <laughs> trying to get that pussy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, uh, I guess, but then also, like, I don't know. Like, uh, yeah, it sounds terrible in real life. Then you have to, like, choose and then you have to hurt somebody. And you're also, like, don't know if I made the right decision. Like, uh, right. it sounds terrible to me. I don't think that the Bella Jacob Edward love triangle is even really a love triangle only because like Bella never stopped loving Edward at all and I feel like she never really loved Jacob more than a friend like she would have rather jump off a cliff in with the chance <laughs> of maybe seeing like 
a mirage of her ex-boyfriend than date Jacob. But also that was the depression. No. So we can't. Sorry. We can't. No, it, she was clearly uh, she very was mentally unstable. She was depressed, but like people who are depressed date people all the time. A lot of people are depressed. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think she loved him. So, okay, I don't personally disagree with you guys, but also Kristen Stewart herself said, this was in 2010, what I really like about the love triangle is she, Bella, thinks there could absolutely be no one else by her, for her except for Edward, and she later sees that she could totally be with someone else. Yeah, but hmm. Kristen Stewart is the actress that plays her. She's not the writer. That is a tough of sell. The- and also, yeah, propaganda much. Like a mar not propaganda. Yeah, she's trying to like promote mar- her film. Mar- marketing much. Marketing much. I mean, yeah. come I'm on. I'm just saying, you guys. Yeah, she's maybe- trying to get that money. She's trying to promote her film. We recently resaw we recently rewatched uh the second one and the third one and I don't know. It just seemed like she was never really into Jake. And also when you reread the books as well, she really is always constantly reminding him like he's younger. She's the older one, like whatever. Mm-hmm. Like she's constantly putting up this wall between the two of them. Like uh, not a wall. I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Uh, a normal ass boundary. Like she's putting up her boundary between him and her. And she's like, no, this is a friendship. This is not a romantic relationship. Like, Yeah. yeah. She's constantly, like, rejecting him, rejecting in air quotes, because she's just saying, like, we're friends. I don't want to hold your hand because I think it means something different to you than it does to me. And he, like, won't stop. But she is very clear. Like, listen, I don't want to date you. We are friends. That's it. And he just can't. He can't take it. I don't know. Yeah, but I don't think it's fair to say she didn't have any feelings for him. Like, she clearly. Not romantic ones. No, she did. Her feelings for Edward were just greater, is the thing. <clears throat> I disagree, because the only time she showed any anything that could be remotely considered romantic feelings for Jacob is when he was about to go into this huge fight. And so, as somebody who cared about him, she was worried for his safety or whatnot, and he's... And I don't remember exactly how it goes down, but he basically tells her to kiss him, and so she does. And for that brief moment, she's considering him as an option. But that's only because they're in mortal danger. Tells her to kiss him. Tells her to kiss him. More like she's forced and coerced and honestly assaulted. Let me take you to the text. Jesse and I rewatched Twilight last weekend and we did a page to picture Ooh. comparison where we read the the scene where right before the big fight in Eclipse, Jacob hears that Bella and Edward are engaged and Bella goes right. after him because he runs away and she's scared what he's going to do in battle that if he's going to like hurt himself because he's threatened. This that. is when they're like on the mountain <laughs> mm-hmm. in like the tent and that weird Moment, yeah, they're right, they're on right. the mountain and Jesse. I knew he would take advantage of the situation. I expected it. I held very still, my eyes closed, my fingers curled into fists at my sides. As his hands caught my face and his lips found mine with an eagerness that was not far from violence. I could feel his anger as his mouth discovered my passive resistance. 
One hand moved to the nape of my neck, twisting into a fist around the roots of my hair. The other hand grabbed roughly at my shoulder, shaking me, then dragging me to him. His hand continued down my arm, finding my wrist and pulling my arm up around his neck. I left it there, my hand still tightly balled up, unsure how far I could go in my desperation to keep him alive, all the while his lips, disconcertingly soft and warm, tried to force a response out of mine. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna that read. Sounds wow. a little, uh, it sounds like straight up assault. Not even a little. Like and uh, so the passage actually is a lot longer. It gets it gets way worse. It gets, it gets worse. Way worse. It gets a lot worse. Yeah. She's I like, mean, oh, just... he completely mm-hmm. takes advantage of the situation. She mm-hmm. he gets more aggressive, uh, mm-hmm. a lot more aggressive. Mm-hmm. And she she didn't want and any. And he's of like, it. you can you can do better than this. Like, yeah. Come on. Oh, like, you whatever. can do better than that. Let yourself yes. feel something. And then she like <laughs> she like pushes him or does something that makes him think it's passion. And really, she was just annoyed or pissed at him. And then he like grabs her and really like. But just like mm-hmm. I mean, Stephanie Meyer says it herself. It's like it's not even like you have to. You know, some things where you have to like read between the texts and it's like, mm, you know, right. something's not right about this. It's like she says the word violence. She says the word passive resistance. She says the words took advantage of situation. I mean, it's like these aren't like things you have to read between the lines for. So all of this suggests that she's just like totally manipulated into this situation. Like, I don't know. And I like, don't know that she wanted Let's this. not forget the fact that right before this, she's literally only doing this because he threatened to kill himself. If she didn't. Hmm. Right. She You're not to kill wrong. I mm-hmm. do think the way that it's portrayed in the movies is a little bit different. Obviously, you're not reading all of those specific words that you just read. Or if somebody watched Eclipse and they, you know, watched them kiss, they might think that it was a little bit different. Um, I think they definitely had to change it for the film. Like, if they would yeah. have portrayed it just like it is in the book it wouldn't have been okay well it was pretty okay we obviously can't hear her internal monologue in the films but i also feel like it definitely felt not wholly consensual in the film as well like you could tell that like the only reason that could have had something to do with the lack of chemistry between (laughs) Kristen stewart and uh taylor lautner but i feel like in the film you could also tell that like she was she didn't actually want to kiss him it was like purely strategic I was reading this article where Stephanie Meyer is talking about how initially, like, Jacob was really intended to be, like, such a small role. Um, And she wrote, I guess she has this on her website where she said, Jacob was my first experience with a character taking over, a minor character developing such roundness and life that I couldn't keep him locked inside a tiny role. Because he was, honestly, he was, like, barely in any of Twilight, like, the first book. Mm -hmm. He was Um, just to help her figure out the whole vampire situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And then it became like, I don't think she says this, but a lot of people have commented on how uh, he really became like a plot device for like, okay, the whole a lot, like we had this discussion last week when we were talking about Bella, how the whole thing is she doesn't really have a choice. Like, did she choose Edward or was it, you know? And so some people say that having the love triangle, whatever, even having... Uh, Jacob in there is like giving letting her make the choice of Edward over Jacob so at least it's not like she never experienced any other love or whatever Mm. which which it's supposed to like I guess reinforce how strong her love for Edward was maybe 
That but is also, some. That's some gymnastics. Listen, this is the discussion that the Twihards are having. I'm like, this is like, uh, one of like the creator of Twilight Lexicon. Which I don't know if you guys know it. But she said, for me as an adult, it would not be believable if Bella fell in love with one guy and devoted her entire turning to him by giving up her humanity. So it makes, it's a better option that she can, like, that you see that she falls in love with Jacob and then she still chooses Edward. Like, it's like she has more life experience. But also we Mm. can't, like, ignore the fact that Jacob imprinted on her daughter. So, like... (laughs) Was there some sort of like, was there some sort of like, (laughs) he was drawn to Bella and Bella was drawn to him because something inside of her, he would imprint on eventually. That's Well, that's what people say, right? Yeah, that's so then that kind of refutes the whole, if anything, she hasn't experienced love outside of anything supernatural because Jacob is also supernatural. So it kind of refutes that whole argument. Oh, because you're saying it wasn't really her choice. It was just uh, like laws of nature again, something in her uterus well, pulling it could her be, towards Jacob. It could be either laws of nature or it could just be like he is also another her, yeah. supernatural being. He's not a regular human being. So it's like mm-hmm. he, she also doesn't get that like, oh, it's not like she just like fell in love with Mike in New Moon or like a random ass human. Uh. I know everyone hates Mike. Can you imagine? That'd be crazy. <laughs> But, like, he's also supernatural. So, like, there is an element of, like, was it her choice? Was it not her choice? Mm. He is supernatural, but he's not, um, like, dead. Yeah, but... <laughs> he's still alive. Like, well, just to say that, like, with Edward, she could have one type of life. Like, an immortal life would be her option. Edward is, a, like, an option where they would grow old together and actually, Jacob. like, live. And, yeah. She says in at the end of I think it's either at the end of New Moon or at the end of Eclipse, I don't remember. But she says, like, I'm choosing between who I should be and who I am. And who I should be is like the human with Jacob, and who I am is uh like uh I guess a vampire with Edward. A vampire simp. <laughs> <laughs> I read this article on Refinery29 from actually like 2012 and it was just talking about why it's still relevant to talk about um, the love triangle and one of the the authors was Team Jacob and one was Team Edward and they they kind of, the woman that was Team Edward just talked about the fact that Edward was the ultimate fantasy and that's something that we talked about last week where mm-hmm. that's what this was written as. Jacob, who would offer, you know, just the normal path that everybody is supposed to take is is not the fantasy Edward is. And so I think it, mm-hmm. beyond Bella's feelings for either of them, I think it made sense for her to choose Edward in the context of this being a fantasy novel. Mm. Like a fairy tale. Yeah. I also just really, can I just say, I have a really big problem with uh, Bella not even being the slightest bit mad at Edward for leaving her at the end of the second movie at the end of the second part of the series like when I was re-watching the movie I was like this is so terrible he left her so high and dry like he should be on his hands and knees every single day when he came back asking for her forgiveness because mm-hmm. she was so fucking hurt and she yeah. didn't even care <laughs> that she bitch was sh- laying in the woods for like <laughs> like a three minutes in that montage (laughs) it kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week which is 
power dynamics in their relationship. Yeah. Bella never had any of the power. She really never. I don't Edward- think that that is really why she reacts that way. I think it was more of like Bella has low self-esteem and never understood why Edward was in love with her to begin with. So when he leaves, she's like, oh, okay, cool. That makes sense. He didn't ever care about me. You know what? You're absolutely right. That's definitely Yeah, that's it. true. That's definitely it. <laughs> you cracked the code. <laughs> but I just like, I would be, you're right. Because a Which girl is, with self-esteem would be like, who do you think well, you are coming back into my life again? Like, excuse you. Here's the thing. Bottom line, she was never going to end up with Jacob. Jacob was a plot device because originally he wasn't even supposed to be that big of a character. But when she had to add in two more books, she needed to add in conflict. And nothing is more, nothing is a bigger conflict than, like, the love triangle. That's, yeah, like, the whole for point sure. of love triangle. It definitely, uh, and I will say this, I mean, her gravitational pull to Edward was already so strong. And I think mm-hmm. Jacob just made it even stronger. So it was mm-hmm. just, like, this. It just, sorry. yeah, it pushed her, it pushed her more in the Edward direction, even though, it was falsely looking like she was pushing in both directions, but there was no both directions. It I don't helped, think she ever really liked Jacob. It helped her confirm her feelings and know for certain or like, you know. Sure. So we've talked a lot about Edward and Jacob this episode, as it is our love triangle episode. And the love triangle in and of itself is part of the reason why the franchise became so successful. Because as a reader, viewer, you could really just put yourself in the situation and you got to participate with other fans, uh, deciding which team you're on. Are you team Edward? Are you team Jacob? And really get to like immerse yourself into the world. What does it say about people who are team Edward? What does it say about people who are team Jacob? I think we had mentioned this earlier where like Jacob was the normal. He was like, she could have still held on to this human side of herself. Mm -hmm. Whereas like Edward, she can be something completely beyond human beyond like the most extraordinary version of who she could be was only possible with Edward. But also, too, there was this very fascinating article that said that being a vampire was almost like being a man, in a sense, because they were the ultimate protectors. And it's almost like she wanted to make herself more, like, escape herself from the patriarchy by finally becoming a vampire. So in a sense, it almost was like her freedom, like her escape from the bondage of her being frail, of her being not enough, of her being weak. That represented her being a vampire and eventually, like ultimately her being with Edward. Do you know Hmm. that um, that quote in Fleabag where uh, Fleabag is talking to the older woman who just won the Women in Business Award and the woman and the woman who won the award says like, um, like women are born with pain and um, just just when you finally escape it, meaning menopause, like n- you don't exist in the world anymore because you're like a 50 year old woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. And she's like, it's amazing, but also it sucks not being not like existing in the world. 
just mm-hmm. kind of reminded me of that because like when Bella turns to a vampire, she basically like negates all like female, like human female, uh, uh, like regularness. Mm-hmm. If that I makes think sense. In, I think in some ways it is more masculine, but also it she does she's able to maintain her beauty. She's able to maintain her youth, which are both things that are very important by society's standards for women but to like be able femininity. to maintain. So mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if her becoming a vampire really like negates her womanhood all that much. Mm-hmm. But going back to Emily's point about people being team Edward versus team Jacob, the love triangle in this story allows audiences to participate and I think that's why it was played up so much more mm-hmm. in the movies. Like Jacob was seen as much more viable of a partner than he was actually portrayed in the books. Um, and I do think having both of them as like romantic mm-hmm. partners or potential romantic partners, like you put yourself in Bella's shoes and you're, and people associated or people chose teams based on what they valued in relationships. That's actually a really, really good point. Cause it goes back to this whole thing of like, you're able to put yourself in the situation and Bella is just like this, vessel that we can all kind of insert ourselves into and play out the fantasy whether it's through Jacob or Edward and I think that is why it was so incredibly popular because we could choose like and and it was rivalry and it was tribal in a sense like people love that shit you know like team this team that and people got really into it I was gonna say it wasn't 100% like there was like some people I feel like it was like very intense like I don't want to say like animosity but like there was uh, fervor. Yeah, for, there was fervor for sure. For sure. I was definitely team Edward when I was younger, but then when my cousins and my sister starting the reading reading the books, I was definitely more team Jacob, team Wolf kind of. And One now thing I just re- want to say about Jesse is that she lent me her books for a minute. Um, and inside <laughs> the cover of the Eclipse book, there is a sticker that says team Jacob. Just putting it oh, out there. Wow. Yeah. So I'm. I, it's there. Receipts. There yeah, is receipts. There. Yes. There's evidence. There's evidential proof. Um. Yeah. So, but now reading them back and kind of looking at things and just doing a little more reexamining. Uh, I am team that. no one. <laughs> like I am team. <laughs> yeah. This is nuts. that's hilarious because obviously like um. Like, Hunger Games, it became, like, a thing. I feel like Hunger Games was, like... It was, like, a more feminist, obviously, like, uh, fan base and, like, time that maybe that came out. Because everyone was, like, oh, are you team Gail or Peta? And then it was, like, no, I'm team Katniss. But you're not... You're saying you're not team Bella. You're just team Noah. I'm not well, even team Bella. I mean, like, I, I'm team Charlie. Oh, Jesse, okay. you stole my thunder. I've always no, been team Charlie. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's such a good dad. He's such a good uh, dad. He really just tries. so really much. Not. He's... But no, his scenes get butchered in the movies. He's a good dad. Um, and he's I, so cute. Whoa. Sorry, I really am Team Charlie. I think he's he so is. cute. He's, he's a hot older man, except he's, he's a, a cop, and man. he totally would have voted for Trump. Guys, you can't, totally, yeah, you can't put things in people's mouths. He accepted his vampire daughter and her, her werewolf boyfriend, or her werewolf friend. I mean, who knows? He could have voted for Hillary. <laughs> But he definitely didn't vote for me. Anyway, um, I, so 
I was always team Edward. I have this thing where in most things that I watch, I kind of like latch on to like the first couple that like I like. Like I'll even go so far as to say, uh, have you guys seen Dawson's Creek? No. Okay, even Dawson's Creek, I'm like a one percenter because I liked. Wait, what's your Ooh. what's your opinion on Hunger Games? Again, um, Peta. Gail I was first. Peta. So you're uh, you break your code there. Oh. Also, you're not Team say... Dean either. If for like no, Gilmore okay. girls. Okay, fine, you guys. Uh, no, no, I was <laughs> just trying to show your diversity <laughs> and like helping you out. I guess what I mean to say is like once, maybe not the first couple, but like once I latch onto a couple in whatever uh, I'm reading or watching, or whatever, it might not be the first one. But if I when I latch onto it, I don't change my mind. Mm. You know what I mean? And so I was always once I decided Edward and Bella, I was like I was all in. Okay, all in. I will say. I had, I was never actually Team Jacob, but I used to say for a little, like a hot minute when I was like my peak Twilight phase, when the movies were like, when I still liked the movies, probably like New Moon, I was Team Edward, but Team Taylor, because I liked (laughs) Taylor Lautner more than um, Rob. Bet you regret that now. (laughs) I mean, he's not anywhere, so it's like, I don't regret it. He's just like gone. He's disappeared. (laughs) I am diehard Team Edward, always was, always will be, and not because he's perfect, but I think there are a couple (laughs) of things that are appealing about him, and mostly it's that, and we kind of talked about this before, that Bella always had feelings for him, Um, Mm -hmm. and, you know, she saw it through. I don't think it's so much like the fantasy of Edward that really appeals to me, maybe when I was younger, but honestly, I read this when I was 17, so I don't think it was that. I think it was more so there's a lot of payoff in seeing her end up with who she thought she was supposed to be with. Um, That's true. and And I also think in general, and we've talked about this as well, she never liked Jacob. And so I never really considered him as anything but somebody like honestly like thwarting that other relationship um and he was younger than her immature she didn't want that life and so i think i always saw it more through like her eyes rather than like who i thought was better but also i read this thing um that was talking about love triangles and like why we're so attracted to them and why we really want to or why people become so invested in them and it was actually on Cora, and this this woman said that we know one arm of the love triangle will collapse, so we can believe that the love that binds the other arm, the love that we want to believe in, will triumph. And I feel like that really encapsulated why I was Team Edward. Mm, yeah. You know, it's really interesting because when you, I mean, I feel like <clears throat> Twilight, like, for the love triangle really, I mean, having re-examined and like really reflected back on it i feel like we can all probably agree that it was all it always leaned in edward's favor like it never really favored jacob and that being said it's kind of crazy like how how big the love triangle became and like how like essential it was to the series you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like literally like when you google love triangle like twilight that literal picture of like the three of them is what comes up like (laughs) it's crazy because and I feel like there were a lot of Team Jacob fans. Like, 
Probably sure. more Team Edward, but there was a lot of Team Jacob fans. For sure. Okay, in honor of our Love Triangle episode, uh, we are now going to play a fun little game, a rapid fire of... Uh, who would you Who choose? Who would you rather? <laughs> and yeah, which? Sorry, what? and it's gonna be no nuance, right? We're not gonna argue about no. These. You have to no say nuance. The gun is to your head every time. No, gun to my and head. if you so, we're gonna go around. We're gonna uh, <laughs> you know give a bunch of different love triangle scenarios. Sh- offer the two sides, and everyone's just gonna pick. And if you haven't seen or don't know what it's from, just just say skip. Because um, you know some of them are deep cuts. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, Vampire Diaries. Stefan or Damon? Stefan. Damon. Damon. Stefan. Uh, still Vampire Diaries. Catherine or Elena? Elena. Wait, with who? Actually, sorry, I'm reading this. With who? Either. Either <laughs> with or. One. With anyone. Uh, they both get with no, so many people. because it's different, you guys. Catherine or Elena with Damon. Go. Oof. Elena. Uh, Catherine. Elena. Catherine. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> they're high. Uh, <laughs> Hunger Games, Peta or Gail? 100% Peta. Gail. I don't have an opinion. Oh my God, 100% Peta as well. I feel like, see, love. Th- what side of a love triangle you're on does say something it about It definitely you does. I like I, Jesse and I always agree. We do. And Toby and I always disagree. Anyway, keep going. Okay, Gossip Girl. And this is Gossip Girl, specifically with Blair, Chuck or Nate? I haven't seen it. Chuck. Wow. Chuck. This is tough, but I'm also going to say Chuck. And Although your boyfriend's name is? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, right, go ahead. Gossip, go, still Gossip Girl, but this time Dan, Serena, or Blair? I haven't seen it. Ooh, Jessica. Blair. <gasps> Ser- Serena. Okay, Grey's Anatomy with Derek, Meredith, or Addison? <laughs> Meredith. Haven't seen it. Meredith, hundred percent. Like what? Meredith as well. But people, you guys, people, people did like Addison. That's I another like example too, of like but... one true love. You know? Yeah. Gilmore Girls, and this is a three-parter. Ooh. Jess, Dean, or Logan? Haven't seen it. Dean. Jesse. I know. <laughs> okay, Emily said Dean. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Jess. Oh wow, interesting. Logan. Ooh. Okay, wow, we covered all circles there. Gilmore Girls still. This is, I feel like this is a no-brainer, but I'm, now I'm concerned. Luke or Christopher? Uh, Luke. 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 Luke, okay. Whew. Titanic, Cal or Jack? Jack. Jack. I feel like if you say Cal, you're like, something's wrong with you. Yeah. If you said Cal, you're probably Cal. <laughs> uh, also Jack. Toby, did you say? Jack. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I didn't um, mean to. Okay. Sex in the City, Aiden or Big? Haven't seen it. Big. Big. Team big. Toby also is big. I'm obviously Aiden. He's perfectly cold with holding. Who do you holding? think Carrie should be with? Yeah, Carrie's big. a trash person, but if she had been with Aiden, she would have been happier. Brad Pitt, obviously. Angelina or Jennifer? Jennifer. Angelina. Angelina. Okay, also Jennifer, and I, I, 
I no just caveating. You cannot caveat. Okay. That's okay, not how the okay. game works. But Jennifer, British royalty, <laughs> Camilla or Diana? Is this for Charles or for in general? Yeah, for Charles. Camilla. It's Camilla. What? Camilla. He yeah, he a, didn't. He loved he a loveless love marriage. Yeah, he didn't love Diana. I guess that's true. I but okay. He fueled her eating true. disorder and like general depression no you guys are right when i wrote it i originally was like camilla or diana obviously i choose diana over camilla but for charles it's like charles is so trash that probably Camilla. yeah yeah um okay little women joe or amy with Lori. amy joe joe amy scandal jake or fitz uh jake fitz never seen it also jake our final love triangle how I Met Your Mother, uh, with Rob for Robin, Ted or Barney? Barney. Barney. I only watched season one, so Ted. Okay, I'm also gonna say Ted, but I've seen more than season one, but I haven't seen all of it. Where have you been, Roka? That's our show this week. Thanks for listening to Reexamine Podcast. Next week, we're going to be reexamining sex. Even though none of the characters even have it for the majority of the franchise, it is a super interesting topic to examine. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on whatever platform you're listening on so you don't miss a beat. This podcast is produced and edited by the four of us, and our music was composed and produced by Whitney Miller. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Reexamined Podcast and let us know which team you're on. Thanks for listening. Bye. Peace. Bye-bye.